Hello everyone, I'm Mark Saxford and I want to welcome you all to my new podcast called People Behind Brands, brought to you by Making Websites Better. Throughout the series, I'll be opening up my little black book of contacts where I'll be joined by an inspirational guest from the world of business, getting to the bottom of what made them so successful. In each episode, I'll be touching upon the highs and the lows that every professional has faced along the way. To never miss an episode, subscribe to our exclusive content now and follow us on our social media platforms. People Behind Brands. Life lessons from the world of business. When you go on a lad's holiday with your mates, you might come back with a few embarrassing stories to tell or regret how much you had to drink throughout. But for Josh White and his friends, it was the founding story of their company. After seeing plastic bottles washed up on a beach in Thailand, he and his friends knew that something had to change, and fast. As a result, Cano Water was born and has become the first company to produce water in aluminium cans, meaning their products are 100% recycled. Josh talks to us about co-founding the company through COVID-19, changing our habits, and why he is committed to preventing single-use plastics, destroying the environment further. A thought-provoking episode that makes you think that we don't own this planet, the human race, or merely the leaseholders. Josh, welcome to the show. Great to have you with us. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm very good, Mark. How are you? Good. Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Where can we find you today? I am currently sitting in my office, uh, which is in Elstree, North London. Uh, most people don't know where that is, but that's where I am. Excellent. Sounds good. Okay, so Josh is the co-founder of Cano Water, a pioneering sustainable canned water brand. Cano Water is sourced from a natural spring in the Austrian Alps and is housed in an aluminium can, the most recyclable packaging on the planet. Josh and team have put together a unique brand, which is changing the com the conversation about packaged water and wetting the UK consumers' appetite to move away from single-use plastic. Since launching in 2015, Cano Water has sold over 15 million cans in the UK and Ireland. Josh joins us today to, to talk about the brand before jumping into challenges he has experienced in his personal life. So first question, Josh, let's start by telling the listeners the story behind Cano Water and how you became involved with the process. For sure. So it's a, it's a weird one. It's a funny one, a weird one. So we, um, I went on holiday in uh, 2015 with my two best friends. And, um, you know, plastic pollution wasn't at the top of our agenda. You know, it wasn't something that we had ever sort of seen before. So um, coming across mountains of plastic bottles on a beach in Thailand was a quite a shock to us, mm. especially when seeing brands that we grew up loving yeah. um, and, you know, brands that have been marketed to us for many years as being, you know, friendly, exciting brands. It shocked us that, you know, these brands were popping up, ruining the, uh, the beaches that we were and other people were going to um, mm. on their, on their sort of travel destinations and um, we, we really sort of became obsessed with trying to come up with um, a solution to this. And I think, you know, the main thing for us was what are the better alternatives? And you're going to hear me use that, that those words quite a lot, um, because, you know, that was that was the goal for us is uh, what are the better alternatives and are there any better alternatives? And um, we came back from that holiday. You know, we all had full time jobs. 
Um, but in the evenings, we'd meet up and do some research. And uh, one of the, you know, one of the great things and where the authenticity in this story really comes from is, you know, aluminium is infinitely recyclable, which means that you can recycle a can again and again and again forever and ever. And it is the most recyclable material on the planet. So um, aluminium cans were, you know, striking to us as being the greatest alternative. And why has no one ever put water in a can? Um, And I think that, you know, I think that a lot of people might have come up with the idea before, but there was this fear of, you know, would people like it, you know, and is it, is it a strange sensation? And, you know, we, we thought, you know what, we, we're going to do it. We're going to be the first people in the world to put water in a can. And that was where, you know, the idea of can of water came from. Single-use plastic has been an issue for some time now, but tell us why you're so passionate about doing something to combat it. I think, you know, as I said at the beginning, um, we're your everyday consumer, the three of us who sort of start a can of water. And, um, you know, we haven't been um, pushing this message for 20, 30 years, you know, like some people do. And I admire, you know, admire them. But we were your sort of your average everyday mm-hmm. consumer who, you know, we saw a problem and um, we saw plastic um, polluting beaches, as I said, and polluting different areas and you know through doing the research we saw more and more and more on this topic that we we didn't even know about um and people were talking about it for a long time so i think once we saw all the facts and the figures and saw how you know plastic isn't getting recycled and uh, you know we were being fed i guess marketing greenwashing you may call it and if no one sort of people don't know what greenwashing is it's you know uh it's it's messaging that is you know false um around you know whether it's you know in this instance around recycling and um yeah that's why we're so passionate because you know we saw a problem and there is a better alternative that is more recyclable so why not you know why not go there do you think people relate to you more because you have come from that kind of, uh, you know, kind of ordinary background, you know, you've been on holiday, you've kind of seen for yourself what it's like. So you're not, as you say, you haven't been doing this for like 20, 30 years. This is something you've kind of stumbled across on personally. So do you think people, the consumers, you know, relate to you more with that? A hundred percent. I mean, we're in a day and age where, you know, we speak a lot about authenticity and this whole journey was powered by, you know, passion and uh, and authenticity. And I think that, you know, in the early days of Can of Water, when we um, started selling in um, places like Selfridges and Whole Foods, you know, the three of us would regularly do demos there and hand out cans to people and talk to people. And I think people really admired um, that it was, you know, started from authenticity and a real story by people who... Um, aren't preachers you know we've Mm. never been preachers um as i said we're just you know three normal guys who just you know had an idea and wanted to create a better alternative and um you know myself i i relate to people that um are more authentic and um who aren't preaching and when i look at a lot of brands that are trying to change today there's a lot of sort of 
there's not a lot of authenticity because they're not doing it because they care. They're doing it because they're being made to do it. No one made us do this. We did it, you know, out of pure love to try and create a better alternative. So I think that that's where, you know, as we've grown um, throughout the, you know, when you talk about that 15 million number of how many cans we've sold, mm. um, which is growing every day, which is, you know, phenomenal and exciting. But I think the reason it's got to that number um, is genuinely because people love that sort of that founder led yeah. um, authentic story that um, that them and their consumers can relate to. So yeah, definitely for sure. It's, it's, it's been, um, it's an important part of, um, of the process for, for our consumers, but also for us as individuals. Mm. I think it's an important thing for us to all to to consider um and it's something that obviously you know we need to start combating um if we're not already but you know another area that we have been struggling with in the you know most recent times is is covid-19 uh for you personally how much of a, an impact did it have on you and your family through multiple lockdowns yeah listen it's um it's been really difficult and it was really difficult um from a family perspective, you know, 100% um, affected, you know, my family, um, you know, pers- you know, personally, um, from a work perspective, it was it was the most difficult because um, seeing a business that you've built for, you know, at this time, it was sort of, I think it was like four and a half years coming up to five years. Uh, we put in a lot of groundwork in the beginning um, and it wasn't difficult. I think one of the biggest um, challenges when starting a disruptive brand is um, trying to get people to understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. We were the first people in the world to put water in a can. So trying to convince people that they need to change what they're used to um, throughout their, you know, for a lot of people throughout their whole life is, is not easy. So in the early days, we would call up people every day and we would tell them about a can of water and they would literally laugh down the phone and they just, they didn't understand why um, or what it was. You know, seeing the change in people's behaviours over the years is incredible because, you know, in year one where people thought we were mad to now where people sort of, you know, are starting to fully understand why cans are better. um, It shows you how quick the shift can can be. and a lot of people are seeing, you know, through whether it's David Attenborough or BBC News or Sky News, they're seeing a lot more about plastic pollution. But I think to see your business go from nothing to then something and then overnight, you know, the majority of places that you're selling at have to close due to the pandemic and obviously everything just stops. It's very difficult, you know, from a personal perspective, you know, building a brand and having a, you know, an amazing solid team, Um you instantly think like, you know, where are we heading? Are the team okay? You know, is everything, is this, are the team's family okay? Mm. Um, and it's a constant sort of, I guess, um, battle just to make sure that everything, you know, everything's fine and coming that you're going to safely come out of this. And I think that that was, you know, that was the main worry. We've got an incredible team over here at Can of Water. Um, and it, that's the testament of, you know, where we are like, and how we've got to where we are today. Um, but we've really just stuck together. And I don't think that I would have got through it as, uh, as easy as I did without the rest of the team. So I'm very fortunate that I've got them and they have also been able to help me with, you know, from a family aspect, because 
it's a team effort. So yeah, very fortunate in in, in that perspective. And um, you know, hopefully we're coming out the other end now and can safely say that we're in a, you know, an even better position than we were before because of the groundwork that went in throughout COVID. The aim of this podcast is to delve deeper into the background and personalities of people behind their brands. Other than the pandemic, what have been some of the personal challenges or hardships that have either changed your outlook on life or led you to where you are today? I think, you know, it's mainly in the early days when it was, you know, just the three of us. I learned a lot. You know, I learned that things aren't easy, you know, coming into this. I think that we we thought, you know, it would be uh, it would be easy. We we're very naive. None of us have uh, any sort of drinks backgrounds. Mm. Um, but I think that we thought that we could convince people quite quick. Um, but people are used to, you know, what they're used to. Mm. And um, I think that, you know, one of the main challenges has always been to, you know, to educate and to normalize drinking water out of cans, which I, as I said to you before, it's phenomenal and incredible to see, you know, at a festival or an event or, you know, people walking around um, drinking a can of water. Um, because back in 2016, when we launched, you wouldn't, you know, we would, you would see maybe a friend or, or family sort of walk around with it because, you know, they know about it, but it was quite strange to people. So mm. I think one of our biggest challenges was always to try and cross that boundary, um, at that barrier. And I think that that's something that, you know, we work very hard every day to do. And, um, yeah, it's still, it, it still in, is, is an incredible feeling when I'm, you know, in London for a meeting or I'm at an event and I see someone walking around with a can of water yeah. because that, that is a challenge. And I think it's a challenge for not just Cano Water, for any brand that is trying to, you know, break the mold mm. or trying to do something different to get consumers away from what they're used to, to something new. Um, yeah. I admire anyone that, you know, that, that, that can do it. And I think that that's, that's so exciting that we've sort of, that we've been able to, to do that, um, with the help of some, you know, incredible public figures or people around the world that are talking about, you know, plastic pollution. Yeah, I think it's, it's, I agree with what you're saying in terms of change there. I think the, the trouble with the human race is that we, we don't like change uh, and we have like, we're creatures of habit. Um, mm. And if you can break that kind of change and introduce something that's actually worthwhile, not for them, but also kind of the environment, then I think that in itself yeah. is an achievement um so yeah pretty good convenience is enormous and um you know when we were in thailand and when we came back you know we looked at you know most options and and i think the the main option is you know tap water is free and you know tap water is in our homes Uh, a lot of people can't access good tap water yeah but through a lot of research, we still see that even the people that drink out of tap water um, and, and use like refillable cans or flasks, you know, a lot of these people find themselves forgetting it um, and they will go and buy a plastic bottle mm. and, and that's habit. And um, I think that the, the main sort of the main objective for can of water was to provide um, an on the go alternative that when 
you know, someone does forget their flask or when someone doesn't want to drink from a plastic bottle, they've always got that option to choose the, a, a more recyclable alternative. Yeah, yeah. So what would you say is the next chapter or the big plans for the future that you want to achieve both, you know, at Cano Water, but also personally as well? Yeah, so we've just announced um, some great investment um, from some, you know, some incredible people. And I think the, you know, the main thing for us was bring in strategic people and strategic partners into the brand who can really help us grow. And um, I think the next next ch- chapter for us is, you know, really to explode what we've already done. Mm. Um, we've got so far um, in such a small, you know, amount of time, we're listed in some phenomenal places like, you know, your Tesco's, Morrison's, WH Smith's, you know, Spa, Co-op, um, Waitrose. And you can find us in, you know, so many incredible sort of landmarks across the UK and um the main sort of the main thing for us now with the investment that we've got is really take that to the next level mm. and introduce can of water to you know to, to to more and more and more people and um i think that you know with the with the people that have now come into the business we've got an incredible platform to do that If there was one life lesson you could give to your younger self or someone listening that can learn from your experiences, what would it be? I talk about this a lot. And I think one of the main things is um, there's two things. One is just, just do it. Is that, you know, that, that very Nike, um, <laughs> you know, type, uh, type slogan. But I, I know a lot of people that come up with amazing ideas, but are too afraid to do it. And I think that, um, you've got to get over those hurdles. You really, really do. And um, we had no experience and no idea of what we were doing. Um, But one day at a time and one step at a time, we crossed hurdles every day. Um, I'm very fortunate with the guys that, you know, that I started the business with, um, Ariel and Perry, because we sort of, we kept each other um, excited and engaged and, you know, we'd meet every evening and we would sort of spur each other on type of thing. Yeah. Um, and the second thing, don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it because, you know, in the early days, we'd meet with loads of people who, you know, told us that it wouldn't be possible to put, put, to put water in a can and we'd never get into the likes of Tesco and the plastic problem isn't that bad. And um, I think it, 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 we did listen to a lot of those things. And, it, you know, but I don't think I think that we just we carried on mm. and um, we didn't let it affect us. But you could easily just get, you know, scared over one comment and just just give up. So yeah. I think it's, you know, don't give up and don't listen to, you know, anyone unless they've got real valid reasons of why you shouldn't start a business. Yeah, yeah, completely agree with that. Josh, thanks for coming on today's episode and sharing your life lessons with us on the podcast. Um, Perhaps you might like to tell the listeners where they can find Cano Water and how they can get involved with your movement. For sure. So we are listed in most major retailers in the country. You can probably find us in, you know, whether it's your head office, school, university, or, you know, landmarks, as I said, across the UK. Um, If you want to find out more, 
you can always come over to our Instagram, which is just at Canawater, or our website, which is www.canawater.com. Or just, yeah, feel free to email me or reach out to us uh, through the website and um, if you have any questions. Great. Here on the show, please DM us on our social media at Podcast PBB or search People Behind Brands Podcast. We'll try to get you on to share your life lessons. In the meantime, you can find all our episodes wherever you get your podcasts from. Well, thanks to Josh for today and we'll see you next time for a brand new guest. So that's it for this episode of People Behind Brands. I'd love to hear from you all, so if you want to get in touch, follow us on our social media platforms. If you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to our exclusive content now. Join us next time for a brand new guest on the podcast as we explore yet more life lessons from the world of business. We'll see you soon. Ta-da!